Hello, mama, and welcome back to the podcast. I wanted to hop in here really quick before I release today's episode and let you know that I'm actually going on hiatus really quickly for the holidays. So I won't be releasing podcast episodes for the next two weeks. So I will see you back here January 6th with a brand new episode. Today's episode is actually a re-release from The Vault all about when to worry with your picky eater. This is the number one downloaded episode of my podcast for 2020. And I send this link to mamas in my DMs on Instagram all the time. So I think it deserves kind of a higher up spot here in the podcast land. And since I've gained so many new subscribers, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, It will automatically download. And I think this is an episode everyone needs to listen to. So please enjoy it today's relaunch of when to worry about your picky eater. Also, if you are here and you have subscribed, thank you so much for being here. I sure hope that you continue to tune in in 2021. I'll be dropping new episodes every Wednesday. And please feel free to email me any questions you have so I can cover them on listener question episodes. And if you wouldn't mind taking two minutes just to rate and review this podcast, especially a written review helps the show so much find more mamas like you. All right, mama, enjoy today's episode and please, please, please have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, your mama and me RD. I'm a registered dietitian and mama of two. I specialize in nutrition and feeding for infants and toddlers. Welcome to Nutrition for Littles, a podcast dedicated to helping you raise healthy, confident, and intuitive eaters. Nutrition is kind of my thing, and I love sharing it, but honestly, the 30 seconds Instagram gave me on my stories just wasn't cutting it anymore. Join me each week as we go deeper and tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby-led weaning, and fostering a healthy relationship with food, and so much more. I'll try to be short, but I plan on answering your actual real-life questions using your examples. I will walk you through actionable strategies to help you protect and preserve your child's innate ability to listen to their bodies and eat intuitively. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hey, 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 mamas. Welcome back to another episode of Nutrition for Littles with your mama and me or D. That's me, Alyssa. I'm so excited for today's episode, um, mostly because I feel like I get this question all the time and my heart just aches for you mamas, okay? So especially on my Instagram at mama and me RD, if you don't follow me there already, make sure to check it out. But on my Instagram, I get so many messages or comments and DMs saying, I'm worried my kid doesn't eat enough. They refused their dinner tonight. They didn't eat last night. It's been a few meals since they ate or something along those lines. I also have in my stories answered a few questions. So for those of you who don't know, I do Q&As every Wednesday. I call it a what do I do when Wednesday, where you can ask any nutritional question for your little and I will answer it for you throughout the next few days um, when I have time in between my little's nap schedules. So um, anyways, so during these question and answer, a lot of times I get moms who say things like, my kid won't eat anything. And at one point I stopped and because as, as a practitioner, I assume when you say my kid won't eat anything, I have to assume two things, either A, 
Literally, they won't eat anything. Nothing passes through their mouth. They're eating zero things. But more times or more often than not, it's typically you say my kid won't eat anything. And what you mean is my kid will eat one bite or they'll eat their breakfast, but not lunch, dinner or snacks or somewhere along those lines where to you it feels like nothing, like they're not eating anything. But in reality, there is food passing through their mouth and into their stomach. It's maybe just not quite to the expectation of where we want it to be or where we think it should be. And all of this is coming out of a place of love, right? We all want our kids to grow and to be nourished and to feel full and avoid the hangry toddler tantrums, right? I mean, those are the freaking worst. But um, I'm here to clarify a few things. So first and foremost, off the bat, if your kid is literally not eating anything, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, four days, contact their pediatrician immediately. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. But today I'm talking to the majority of you. I actually put up a poll and 98% of you said, when you say my kid doesn't eat anything, what you mean is they eat very little, sometimes skipping meals. So I am talking to you and this episode, I'm actually going to talk to you about when to worry. Okay, I know that I don't want to cause anxiety. This is not a fear mongering episode to freak you out because 99 out of 100 kids, you're probably doing just fine. And kids actually a lot of times need less than what we what we think they do. But I just want to put you at ease and remind you, here are the things to look for and why you might want to actually worry or reach out and get extra support or help for your little. So I want to start by reminding you to look at the big picture. It is so easy to look at each individual meal and think that's not enough. You didn't even touch it. Like literally maybe it went untouched or they took the teeniest bite of their peanut butter and jelly sandwich, pushed it away and said that they were full. Mama, I feel you. I've been there. My kids do the exact same thing. So we want to look at the big picture. It's not just one meal. It's not even just one day. We're looking at it over the course of several days, a week, even a month. We're looking at their intake. It's not just their lunch or just their breakfast. So even in an entire day, they I've had this actually quite frequently with mama say that they wake up, they eat a good breakfast, and then it trails off from there. And lunch is a little bit worse and snack is a little bit worse and then dinner they eat nothing. So that's very common or vice versa um, for a kid to have just one good quote unquote meal that they eat. So this is completely normal, but I want to remind you that we're looking at the big picture. So do not take one meal to be the end all be all if you need to worry. Okay. Um, So I don't want you to compare even lunch to lunch. So even if let's say, you know, lunch is your toddler's best time to eat, they eat the most. Let's say typically they'll eat an entire peanut butter and jelly sandwich plus the apple on the side. Okay. Well, if the next day they don't do that or they eat half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, that's okay. It differs just like it should for us. It might be super variable on things you can see, like the amount of sleep that they have, the energy levels that they've already expelled, how many tantrums they've had. All these things are actually going to affect their hunger levels. But a lot is going on that we cannot see. So they might be in a huge growth spurt when they eat an entire peanut butter jelly sandwich, or they might be more stagnant in their growth for a few days or even weeks. And that's 
perfectly normal, kids do not grow as a steady curve. I know it looks like that when you go to the doctor, but honestly, some days they grow like nothing and then other days they shoot up like a freaking weed, right? So that's completely normal for their appetite and how much they need to eat to change as well. So try really hard not to compare one meal to the next or even their favorite meals to their favorite meals, like breakfast to breakfast, you know, kind of things like that. They're changing so rapidly, you guys. It's completely normal for them to go through spurts of eating a ton and then literally eating nothing. So there is um, what's called neophobia that's very common in toddlers, and this is actually being afraid of food. And I hope to do a whole nother episode on this, but basically the reason why this is important for me to tell you is it's very common to our kid, for our kids to reject new foods. It's actually a survival mechanism that is taught and ingrained in their DNA. And this is because way back in caveman times when our toddlers were toddling without mom, they were able to pick up foods and swallow them. Maybe mom wasn't paying attention. She was out, you know, looking for saber-toothed tigers or whatever. So it's something built in in their protective instincts to not necessarily want to eat certain foods that are new or unusual to them. So I just want to put it at ease that if your kid has still not touched the green beans, it's completely normal. And actually, it's a safety mechanism, even though to me and you, it can be very frustrating. (laughs) So um, I do want to, as we continue on and I start to get into the signs and symptoms or reasons that you might want to talk to a pediatrician or when to worry, um, I want to be super clear. And this goes for every one of my podcast episodes. These are blanket statements made um, for you for educational educational purposes. Um, they are. This is not like a direct thing for your child. This is just in general for the average kid. So you always want to talk to your pediatrician or an in-person dietitian who can assess your child in person. So this is educational ser- or informational purposes only. So going forward, some signs and symptoms you want to look for with your selective or picky eater. The first is if they genuinely only accept 15 to 20 foods. So this kind of puts them in that picky or selective category. And if this continues on, even using the methods that I teach either for free on my Instagram or my podcast or coming soon in my Table Talk program, and you implement these therapeutic approaches that I give to you, and your kid still only accepts 15 to 20 foods, then I would say that they are selective eater. They are most likely not meeting their needs. But again, this is after going through something like my Table Talk program where you learn how to expand the foods that they typically eat and you're offering a large variety of foods. If you're only offering 15 to 20 foods and they're only eating 15 to 20 foods, then you're probably doing just fine. You just need to increase how many different foods you're offering. So that being said, that's number one. Number two, you want to look for any weight loss. Weight loss is an immediate red flag that something is going on. It may not be picky eating. It might actually be a medical condition or something else that might be going on in the child's life that's causing weight loss. But we definitely want to tune in when there's weight loss. Now, I don't want to worry you or freak you out or stress you out because I've known several of kids that have lost weight and been 
perfectly fine and healthy and it was maybe they were sick or they were fighting something or something along those lines and then they bounced right back up. Kids are super resilient so I don't want to freak you out but it is a red flag that we need to get something checked out or looked into. The other thing too is long-term stagnant weight. So maybe they're not losing weight but they're not gaining either. So their growth curve isn't kind of making that nice bell curve or not bell curve. I guess we don't want a bell curve, you guys. That would mean that they're losing weight. But that nice upward curve, um, they're not having that. So maybe they've kind of leveled off. That's another reason we'd want to talk with our pediatrician and in-person dietitian to assess kind of what's going on. Another thing to look for in your child, so this is number three, is only eating certain textures. So sometimes moms will even take a little journal and just write down the types of foods that their kid is eating. And if you notice they have something in common, like only certain textures, this might be something to um, look into either doing something like my Table Talk program or working with an OT, SLP, or RD in person in order to expand those textures that they are willing to accept. The fourth thing to look for is gagging excessively. I have a lot of mamas who reach out to me and say that their little ones gag. Gagging is a perfectly normal response when they're learning to eat. But if you have a two or three-year-old who's still gagging all the time or even every time they're eating or with certain textures, that might be something you want to look into further with, again, a pediatrician, a registered dietitian, an SLP, or an OP. OT feeding specialist or feeding therapist, um, they would definitely be able to help you with that. And the fifth thing is any medical issues that might interfere with their nutrition is something to look for. So if your kid has something that has like a GI issue, like reflux, that's something that you want to talk to your pediatrician about and make sure that they're hitting their nutritional needs in spite of whatever medical condition they have. Um, Along with that is also any neurodiversity. Anything in that space is something else you want to make sure that you have a plan of attack with your pediatrician to make sure that they're meeting their nutritional needs. Okay, so now if any of those stuck out to you and you're starting to feel a little worried or you have a pit in your stomach, Mama, first thing to do is take a deep breath. Remember, this podcast is not here to scare you or worry you in any way, shape, or form. It's just to make sure that you are prepared and you have a good idea of what to bring up with that pediatrician um, so that you can get it addressed. And like I said before, 99 out of 100 kids, these even some of these that they may exhibit, are nothing to worry about and are easily corrected with a dietitian's help or um, with your pediatrician. So if you're getting a little worried, you're a little concerned, and some things are kind of tickling inside of your mom intuition, consult your pediatrician talk with them. Send them an email, you know, send them a Skype, whatever you can do right now during COVID and ask them if this is something you can be concerned about. Um, Also, something that you can do if you want to work with a feeding therapist, you can do that with an SLP or an OT, um, making sure that they specialize in feeding. The other thing that if you feel kind of on edge about some of these things or you're worried about them, but they're not quite there yet, something great that you can do is join my waitlist for Table Talk. Table Talk is coming really super soon, you guys. And I have 
literally the most comprehensive program that I can find out there um, coming directly to you guys for the very first time. So for anyone who signs up this first time through the Table Talk program, it's going to be at a discount for you. um, And it's going to be something that we work on together to make sure that everything I give you in the program is exactly what you need to feel confident in your feeding abilities. So mama, real quick about Table Talk, it's going to be a four-week program with weekly lives where I teach you on one topic and then you're going to have weekly videos to complete on your own time. Um, Also maybe some like homework or things to try at home or you know thought processes that you need to kind of work through and then also some live Q&As as well. So That program is coming super soon. In the show notes below, you can actually join the program now. We're going to be talking all about picky eating strategies on the plate, how to talk to your kids about food so that they develop a healthy relationship with food and their body. We're also going to be talking about how to set up the environment around food as a healthy environment for you and your little so that the tantrums are minimized or easily taken care of, the responsibilities are clear, and all that sort of thing to bring more peace to your mealtimes. The other thing we're going to talk a little bit about as well is the importance of family meals and how to bring that to life in this crazy day and age, not only with COVID, but just being a busy mom, how you meal plan, how you meal prep, how you make sure you meet their nutritional needs. We're going to be going into detail about what they need and how to make sure they are getting it. I am super excited for this program. Anything you're thinking right now, is it going to be a part of it? I'm going to guess yes, because I have already asked you guys what you want to see in this program and everything I got a response back for, it's in there. So make sure to click that link below to join the waitlist for Table Talk and you will be the first to know when doors open up. And like I said, if you join this first round through, you will get the biggest discount that I'm planning on offering from here on out. I'm so excited to work on this program with you guys and be live with you and be able to see your faces. And stay tuned because I also am planning to do a live free training for you guys as well, which I am super excited about. So get on that waitlist you will find out first about the free training and when table talk doors open and any more information about that. Um, And it's coming really soon, you guys. So I'm excited to make that announcement for you guys. So if you have any other questions or concerns, you can always find me at mama and me RD on Instagram. You can DM me or wait until my questions every Wednesday, which by the way, if you're listening to this on the day that it drops, that's today. All right, mamas, thanks for hanging out with me today, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring some peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your hashtag mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review. You can find more from me on my Instagram at mama and me rd. That's mama.and.me underscore rd. And please feel free to send me any questions or comments you may have. Email me at alyssa at mama and me rd.com. Until next week, mamas.